Hey, maybe so far on this broadcast you've heard only negative things. So what? Maybe it's positive to someone else. Maybe you heard something positive. Maybe it's negative to someone else. Get out your feelings. Get a food journal from Amazon. Write about it in there. Ninja Pimp Radio. Get up and get active. Stop listening to other people talk about what they're good at. Do your own thing, buddy. The food journals. Get one. But there's a catch. They have to pay 90% of the rental income to their investors by law. Or the next $100 is the beginning of the process of you not liking your business anymore. And that's your answer. Your answer is predicated on, you know it's a vulnerability in one way. It's also a strength in another way. You just have to ask yourself, are you happy with the level of business that you're at? We are more divided than we ever have been in history. We're less likely to compromise, which means we're not listening to each other. And we make decisions about where to live, who to marry, and even who our friends are going to be based on what we already believe. Again, that means we're not listening to each other. A conversation... I I apologize. I'm going to give you an anecdote. I was in the London office yesterday. I forced somebody to leave the media team and now work in project management. A very junior employee. She's been with us for... I'm lost 38 days. And this is trading operations. Pure trading. Nothing to do with M&A commissions or anything like this. So pretty skewed to the right-hand side. And you can see that on a typical day when they make money, they make between 25 to $50 million. So there's also a tail out there as well. Look at the tail on the right-hand side, where there's up to $100 million. In 34 days out of the trading year, they're making $100 million. Amazing, right? Why do you think they're making $100 million? Because they call the markets correct. The big situations where markets move, they get it right. And then when the markets don't move, they trade in different ways, and they just make money every day. Do they go home with flat positions every day? No. They're running multi-billion dollar portfolios. They just let the portfolio work, and they let the money come in. And they don't stand in the way of it. Huge overnight risk. You can speak to Chris Caffey about it later at the pub. We used to run crazy numbers. A couple of billion dollars on the pan-European trading desk. Of course. That's good. It should be merit-based. But doesn't that set the bar so high for the rest of us? No. No, it, it just means that what you're going to get is what you're going to get. As you go down the scale, uh, I do think that there's, um, uh, I think, on the coasts of America, on the entrepreneurial level, there is a little bit um, uh, of a potential for burnout or too much 
overworking or working for the sake of working that I think is a little more balanced here from the startups that I've interacted with. Um, and so much of the same in the top 100 companies compared to the com- the world, which is much more to do on culture and people and marketing. Um, and on the entrepreneurial front, a little bit more balanced than I see in other places. Well, if you were recruited as a CEO of one of the big Swedish, say, media companies, because we have a few, what would people experience that was different in your leadership, do you think, compared to a Swedish... Because Swedish managers are not uh, well-known to be hard and firm. And yeah. They're, like, more people-oriented. Yeah, you know, I actually... I think that that's an interesting thing. So I'm going to, you're, you're doing something interesting here, which is you're using um, the data that you have in the macro. So I think it's really fun to have you, Maribel, because we had a lot of these conversations. Maribel has incredible passion for her heritage and her community, like many do. I would always say to her, I'm like, we're not building a division. This is, this is America. So I think it's a huge opportunity. And when you start digging and looking at the metrics, quant and qual, I also think Spanglish is an incredible place where some of the content is half Spanish, half English. Like, they're incredible opportunities. I'm so fucking pissed I grew up. I was born in Russia. If I could have been born in a Spanish-speaking country, I'd be fucking dominating. Totalmente de acuerdo. See, I don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Love your content. By the way, a, another one for the people that really are in my content, you know how much I love showing my uh, report card, <laughs> you know, I got real D's and F's in languages. I failed German one two times in a row on this great, literally freshman and sophomore year, and in New Jersey at the time, you had to pass two years of language to graduate high school. I failed German one horribly, both freshman and sophomore year, on the thesis that German was just like Russian. And then like, thank God, big shout out Mrs. Kennedy, my Spanish teacher. I literally know three words in Spanish. She called my mom like four days before I- Haven. No one likes paying the tax. Least of all the investors. So they invest in the offshore entity and the traders charge the performance on the offshore entity, then they don't need to bring it onshore. They can reinvest it and keep profits offshore. So what does all this mean for you guys? The professional traders at investment banks and hedge funds, now we understand what they typically do. 
Well, everybody here, pretty much 90% of you at the beginning of the presentation, put your hand up and said you're going to apply to an investment bank for an internship or a graduate position at some point in the next year. Well, first of all, you clearly don't understand what you're dealing with, because if you did, you wouldn't. And if you've got a degree and you spent £50,000 on it, you need to know what you're dealing with. Ha! So you're really spending your time listening to pimps, hoes, and sugar babies, and sugar daddies, and ex-cons and felons talk. Why are you doing that? Huh? What's wrong with you? You got negative things on the mind? You're listening to Ninja Pimp Radio. Grab a pen, grab a paper. As a matter of fact, go get a foo journal. F-O-O-O journals. And write down these things. Stop listening. Start writing. Get up. Go. Spray the man miss. Spray the man miss. Spray the man miss. Spray that 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 man miss. Spray. 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 Spray it on your skin. Spray it on your skin. Spray the madness on your skin. Spray the madness. 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 Spray the So going back to the mortgages, this pretty much debunks the whole idea that, you know, it's really easy to just pop down to the bank, prove your income or do, or do a self-certified mortgage, get a buy to let, and just rent it out to some random you are now long that mortgage. You don't own the property. The mortgage is a liability. The renter is a liability. You're working for the bank, not for yourself. And you're going to have to work on that property for 30 years. That does, you know, these numbers don't even assume that you've got all your costs and that you actually have to work. You're not going to be sitting on a beach just collecting rental income. Have we got any landlords here? I'm sure we have. When was the last time you didn't work on a property for a year? You're always on the phone. You're always talking shit to lawyers and accountants and real estate agents. and You're always working. You never stop. It's not passive income. That's a lie. Passive is when you sit on your ass, do nothing, and money just comes to you. <laughs> it's not passive income. If you want genuine passive income in real estate, 
has anybody ever invested in real estate investment trusts? Like an entrepreneur, not someone over the last decade when it got cooler, decided they wanted to be one, but an entrepreneur. Uh, it's like being a fish and now here's the water. Like to me- Years on years, she was gone for over five years. Brought your family back together. Gave you a place to stay when your moms wasn't even fucking with you. Three times at that, hold on. Three times at that, so now that's reason number four, right? What else I did? I fed you, I clothed you, I fed your baby too. I watched your baby so you could go have fun and be a teen. All right. I watched your baby so you could go be a teen and enjoy your little teen years with whatever you have left. My own family took you in like you was family. Like my cousins and all of that, they all knew you. My little brother knew you, all that. He looked at you like another older sister to him. Like, my whole, we loved you, bitch. Like, we was your family. Don't play. Gave your boyfriend a place to stay. That's like what, reason number eight? Like, I fought your ex-best friend because she was talking hot over you or like all types of shit. Like I done did went through so much with this little girl. Like for her to sit there and try to shit on me like I'm this bad person and I'm this horrible person when deep down you know I'm not. I hate when people do that. I done did way too much. Too too much. For people to like I hate when people do that. Don't try to make me seem like this bad guy when cause when Kelsey started bugging, she started bugging. Don't get me wrong, cause it take a lot for me to bug out. I'm a cancer. We take, take, take till we can't take no more. And that's just it. I had enough. Like enough was enough. And I felt like I had to speak up. You didn't want uh, fifty people. That all trickled. I also didn't like the way our company was being structured towards going towards the world I saw, which is a, a bigger impact around the volume of creative needed to be put out. So we, for the first time, after going from 30 to 400 people in three years, we did a 35 person layoff. The company lost its mind. The overreaction, the stuff that I, and if you've been listening carefully, the stuff that I like to take subtle digs about, I so admire Europe, but there's subtle things I dig about. Ironically, I was being hypocritical. I was doing the same thing in my four walls. Probably why I've always loved these places, because I'm probably, as a, as a human, I'm probably way more Sweden than I am Soviet Russia or even America. So it's interesting. That was a really important moment in my career because a couple things. One, I'm gonna talk tomorrow about entitlement and I'm gonna put pressure on the parents in the room saying, look, if you've been paying for everything for your kid and then at 22 you tell them you're cut off, they're not prepared. And then they're gonna be mad at you. And we look as outsiders being mad at the kid, you entitled brat, you, you, you think you're entitled to $2,000 a Tell me more. They should film their day. Okay. So I, I totally get that. People My, are busy. Yeah, they're busy. And so. Or mm -hmm. they have to start a podcast, which becomes the top of the funnel for the post production creative across the board. Smart. With, with neither, you can't. Just so everybody knows, unless you're vlogging, or you do a podcast, or you decide to become a guest on people's. One of my best arbs is being a guest on people's 
You think I want to talk to the Paris dude at fucking episode 100? (laughs) But here's why it works. I get to win twice. I know, and it makes me feel good, that when he has me on, his guests from episode 101 on are going to be better because he's going to leverage that I was a guest. That makes me feel nice. Number two, when I do that interview, I'm going to be filming it. He's going to ask me a question that's going to take me in a direction that maybe I wouldn't have gone otherwise. That answer becomes a piece of content that gets a million views on Instagram. Perfect. So the follow-up question is, to any client who is reluctant on creating that content, I'm going to send them this video. What would you tell them if they tell me, Jeff, I don't have time? Well, then you don't get the benefits of the opportunity. There it is. It's not super complicated. Like, that's great. Don't have time to go to the gym? You're fucking fat. Like it was these absolute hard statements. And I thought that, and wrongfully, that it was contextualized through the breadth of everything I was saying. Now I think I'm more thoughtful of delivering what I just said, which was find a medium. Oh, by the way, if you can't, that's okay. And, you know, but but recognize much like work ethic, you're going to leave some opportunity on the table. And guess what? If you want to build a great business, plenty of people build it without building a personal brand. Now, if you build it, it will lead to things. Not to mention the thing that I'm doing it for. My great, 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 great grandkids are going to really, really know me. <laughs> no, I mean this. I mean this. Like, yes, I like the fact that Gary Vee brings business for VaynerMedia and other things. That's good. But that's tiny. What I really like is my when I'm 87 and I give some advice to my granddaughter, she's going to be able to go back and look at something I said in 2015 that was consistent to something I'm telling her in 2064. And I think it's going to land better because she's not going to think old granddad is just trying to fucking tell her that. She's going to be like, fuck, this guy really believes that. I love that. I love that. But Gary, don't you think it's getting way too competitive with social media? You have people like, Shetty, like, of course, they've nailed of course. it, they turned it into of a source. Of course, that's good. It should be merit based, but doesn't that set the bar so high for the rest of us? No, no, it, it just means that what you're gonna get is what you're gonna get. Well, you gotta live somewhere. So let's assume you rent over the 30 years for 20 <laughs> So it's $20 on the table. Okay. Look at it again. Look at it. Is this, is this, uh, is this magic trick? Or... No, it's not a magic trick. <laughs> so when you look at the $20, yeah. What do you think of it? Under management. We're looking at this because the billion dollar number is the number in the industry that's considered to be the level at which you've arrived as a hedge fund. Below that, everybody's trying to get to a billion dollars. 
That's the golden number. So typically, you can start off with 50 to $100 million these days. It's still quite difficult to get. But you're aiming to grow in two, three, four years up to a billion dollars. That's when, it's, that's when you've considered to have, to have arrived. What are they actually doing? Well, in this example, we're looking at a fairly conservative $1 billion hedge fund holding 25 positions long and 25 positions short in their portfolio. So they've got a self-imposed position limit of 2% of assets under management. So no single position can be over $20 million. And that will actually be in the terms of the fund before the investor invests. It's one of the reasons why they're investing. And they're targeting a 20% return with mid-teens volatility. When you told me about how you respond to every single email, I was like, I was incredulous. I was like, yeah, right now, but that's not going to sustain itself 10 years from now. And here we are 10 years later. And you just told me you spent four hours that, like, scribbling your notes in some unorganized way. Doesn't do anything, but confuse the situation more grab a food journal all the diagrams are already laid out it's so simple just use it the food journal get it on amazon the food journal f-o-o-o journal the food journal get it get your mind right get your thoughts together three million dollars with 34 days out of the trading year, they're making $100 million. Amazing, right? Why do you think they're making $100 million? Because they call the markets correct. The big situations when markets move, they get it right. And then when the markets don't move, they trade in different ways, and they just make money every day. Do they go home with flat positions every day? No. They're running multi-billion dollar portfolios. They just let the portfolio work and they let the money come in. And they don't stand in the way of it. Huge overnight risk. You can speak to Chris Cathy about it later at the pub. We used to run crazy numbers. A couple of billion dollars on the pan-European trading desk. We'd have between 200 and 400 million of that risk. And we'd run portfolios. And that was even back in the early 2000s. We weren't day trading. Just big portfolios that make money. So 2015, was that a fluke? Was that a one-off? You can actually go back all the way to 99. Are you talking to me less? Do you, need do you need some leeway with your financial P&L? Do you need me to rah-rah the troops? Do you want me to go talk to the most senior client because the client that you work with, which is the second most senior client, is giving you a very difficult time? I am in the ambulance, firefighting, emergency doctor, bat phone business. I am only built to act in helping 
for you to succeed within this framework. It's, it's, it's kind of massive that somebody says that to you. I would be almost moved if my manager said that to me. <laughs> uh, and I believe when you look at our organization, the people that have been with me for seven, eight years, the people that are winning the most really see it. And the people that don't hear it and think it's a, think it, they deploy cynicism that I just want to hear myself speak and it's an ideology and that I won't actually do it. Because what's amazing about employees is how many, and this, by the way, I'm going to set this up on the podcast. I'm actually very excited to say this. I actually think for all the very thoughtful conversation we just had, I can feel it in my body right now. This piece of content may be the piece that brings the most value. I am blown away. Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio. Are you keeping it real? Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. I know listening to all these people talk about all their success stories is probably, in some way, maybe weighing you down. You should try the Motion Potion. All natural, nootropic, made from mushrooms, cordyceps, lion's mane. So many different nootropics. Get your mind right. Motion Potion. Buy it now. On Amazon. On Amazon. On Amazon. That you want each week to each of the offices. There's a huge fucking bag right outside my office. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> we win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, about 20 floors up from here, before I get there, before I get there, could I have Jason, Goldie, Sammy, and Ada stand up for me? So, Gary, we came out here this week, and instead of listening to all the sessions, we decided to say, fuck it, let's go talk to strangers and meet some new people. And we said, let's start a podcast while we're at it, why not? So these are our first four guests. Will you be number five? Ah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa! No, Super good. So good. So fucking good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good. Hi, Gary. My name is Quinn Goss, Rochester, New York. Um, play, I'm a two, I played in the NFL for two years. I'm a free agent right now. Um, I own Iron Visuals. Uh, I saw your tweet. You saw Iron. <laughs> I'm watching... Um, you do watch. I watch, you know, like, it's so... So going back to the other point, the advantages and disadvantages of this system, you start noticing a lot more. Part of the travelling discussion was uh, buying your dream life for cash. Do you remember that? So if you go around the world and you decide, okay, this is my heaven. This is, this is where I want to be. 
forever. That's the place where you should be buying something for cash. But if you haven't got the cash, obviously you have to wait and figure out how to get that money to buy it. And when you've got that, what does it mean? Well, you can operate with total freedom. Because if you came back to the UK and the UK fell apart, what happens? Well, 99.9% .9 of the population are running around scrambling, trying to sort their lives out. What do you do? You jump in a car and go to Hero. And on the other side of the world, you've got your dream life. So when you're operating in the UK, you have zero risk. So when you walk into a meeting and you're doing a negotiation and in, in the order past, to grow, what kind of feedback do you ask your colleagues for? Um, I try to create a very safe environment. It's funny. We have an incredible new head of, let me, incredible. I'm outrageously optimistic of the incredible woman I just hired to run the London office. And yesterday I sat down with her and I spent 20 minutes just making her feel safe. Hey Sarah, you can tell, hey Sarah, this is literally verbatim, hey Sarah, because uh, she has a big Rolodex, she's a big get for us, she has her own client base. I go, look, if somebody reaches out to you tomorrow and they're like, Sarah, we want to talk to you about VaynerMedia, but do not bring Gary, we don't like his brashness, you need to tell me, that doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm thrilled. I, that, I'm unemotional. Whatever's the right interest of the business. You don't need to micromanage me, right? What is the one question... What is the one piece of feedback you're most curious The to truth. Get? Yeah, but about what? Whatever the hell is in front of them. Running an operation is not a education or philosophical exercise. What do I want? I want to know exactly what is an issue operationally right this second to you from your perspective. What's fun about that for me here now is day one Vayner was super funny, you know, and the reality is I knew nothing about the advertising industry uh, and I had to learn it and I had to build and so it's fun for me to be challenged. We've also not mentioned here the intangible benefits that you get from just having total freedom. Because it's also freedom of thought. Ran up twenty thousand impressions on Twitter. 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 Ran up tw
Say you think about the dough Well, so do I And a lot of 10Ks In King of Males On the fly Mr. FFMP Tag ICXRs Got me going hard Causing me to have an easy way To blow guard Like non-stop Speed to pin On the improv Reverse time With mechanical clocks Bash ninja chopping fouls Like blades of a blender Five can impressions From the news Post on Twitter Yeah, you don't need dog I deliver Make a sucker shiver Breaking flows Fall, spring, summer And the winter Whoa Oh You know why nobody takes you serious? It's because you don't write your notes down. All you do is talk. You should just listen to Bash Ninja's radio. Grab a pencil, grab a pen, and just listen to it. Instead of sitting there twiddling your thumbs, just do it. Bash Ninja's radio. Get to it. They also accept outside investors' money, and they charge to do that. Traders at investment banks don't. They trade public shareholders' money. And they spend 80 to 90% of their day managing a commission revenue business and trading out of positions that they don't want to have. It's a totally different function. The commission business at investment banks, unfortunately, has been in structural decline for over a decade. It started in 2002. You just shouldn't believe what you read in the media because they have a different agenda. They want you to buy the newspapers, they want you to watch the television and watch their program to get ratings, and they want you to hit their website. So they will sensationalize everything. Your perception is completely misguided. In this market, senior professional traders at most investment banks don't get paid more than 300,000. Buy me a couple of drinks or a, a meal or a cinema ticket, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's what it can buy you. Sure. But what do you actually think of it? It's, it's money. It's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So not much. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Now let's move on. What about a hundred dollars? Sure. It's Yeah, again, I think about it in terms of what I can buy with it and that Okay. Yeah, a night out or you know, going to a nice restaurant. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, it's like a night out maybe with a few other people, like sure. Sure. go to a nice restaurant, have a few drinks, yeah. take your family out, whatever, right? Yeah. Well, what do you think of it? 
Um, I mean, it's a decent amount of money. If I lost it, I'd be a bit annoyed, sort of thing. Okay. So going back to the other point, the advantages and disadvantages of this system, you start noticing a lot more. Part of the travelling discussion was uh, buying your dream life for cash. Do you remember that? So if you go around the world and you decide, okay, this is my heaven. This is, this is where I want to be forever. That's the place where you should be buying something for cash. But if you haven't got the cash, obviously you have to wait and figure out how to get that money to buy it. And when you've got that, what does it mean? Well, you can operate with total freedom. Because if you came back to the UK and the UK fell apart, what happens? Well, 99.9% .9 of the population are running around scrambling, trying to sort their lives out. What do you do? You jump in a car and go to Hero. And on the other side of the world, you've got your dream life. So when you're operating, Maybe we'll make a spreadsheet like that and send it out one day. So in this scenario, if you believe you can make 10%, and by the way, 10% is easy. If you've got a financial education and you know what you're doing, 10% is easy. There's so many products in the world that pay 10% for very little risk. That's like an, that's, that to me is like an ultra-conservative investment. <clears throat> so if you believe you can make 10% on, the, on, your 70, on your deposit, okay, and you decide to take the mortgage on the $500,000 property, you're basically speculating that the property will increase in value by 1.8 million over the 30 years. That's the assumption you're making. Now, property speculation has worked well in the Western world in the last couple of generations. Why? Because the population's been growing. But... I tend to be like, yeah, I tend to not, you know, people are always like, Gary, you always talk about, you know, you know, giving and all this stuff, but I'm being taken advantage of. I'm like, you're choosing to be taken advantage of. Everybody's a big girl and boy in here. You're more than welcome to say no. And we're about to go through a big transformation at VaynerMedia. We're creating a very uncomfortable minimum fee for yearly retainer, or we're not going to talk to you. That's just where we're at now. That's what I think is the right thing. So I think it's a personal question, and I think you should test both.
I always tell people, ask for a little bit more money on the next scope, just as a testing mechanism, because a lot of you have subjectively decided on your ceiling. Or one person said no, and you're like, fuck, the market doesn't want it. No, no, one person doesn't want it. Awesome, thank you. you. Got it, bro. Hey, Gary, how you doing, man? Very well, bro. My name is Salvador. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you, man, not just for being here, for everything that you share. I moved from Cuba two years ago, and I learned English listening to your podcast, man. Like At the same time, uh, what it can and can't buy you, but you're indifferent to it as well. And if that makes sense to you, yeah. then you've got through that barrier. Sure. Anyway, we have a dinner booked at a restaurant, so uh, we should hit the road. I'm quite hungry. Okay, okay. And think of the interest rates as well. So we, the example that we've used here was 3.75%. Do you control that? You've got no control. Saying your number one piece of advice is work hard made my stomach go down further. No, now listen, let me clarify this. I believe in work ethic like nobody's business. I believe that work ethic is an enormous variable of success you just, I, and controllable, which is powerful. However, my, you know, through the years, what I've not done as good of a job, though I've sprinkled it, though I've done unique pieces of content about it, though my second book was called The Thank You Economy, though in my first book, Crush It, I speak about this, the reason this is a very easy answer for me is the way you sustain it is loving it. It doesn't become being a workaholic when you're doing your hobby. The reason I started telling people that any, the reason I, you know, when people hear anybody can do it, they're like, ah, Gary, this is the secret. It's, I'm like, no, no. Take a step back. We now live in an internet world where the cost of entry is zero. And every one of us who's listening right now has a passion, whether that's fishing, fashion, hair coloring, drinking wine, sport. I believe that anybody can start. But something that most people don't realize is that performance fee doesn't automatically just go out of the fund and everyone gets paid a big bonus and everyone goes home. Are you keeping it real? Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. So you live in your, well within your means. You would have spent 600 grand on rent. So you'd be left with 708 grand if you use that second situation unrented, right? 
so when you compare the two scenarios, uh, you're richer over 30 years by the 708 grand, even when you're renting. And you have your freedom 100% of the time. And you have, so you have no liabilities and no debt to service. So basically, when you're taking the mortgage, what you're actually saying is, I'm, I'm willing to forego my freedom on day one for a price of 208 grand. And you know going into it that you have 0% freedom over the 30 years because you have to make those monthly payments consecutively. And at the end of the 30 years, you can actually look back and say, well, what was my reward every year for 30 years? Nine grand, 9,700. Saying your number one piece of advice is work hard made my stomach go down further. No, now listen, let me clarify this. I believe in work ethic like nobody's business. I believe that work ethic is an enormous variable of success. You just, I, and controllable, which is powerful. However, my, you know, through the years, what I've not done as good of a job, though I've sprinkled it, though I've done unique pieces of content about it, though my second book was called The Thank You Economy, though in my first book, Crush It, I speak about this. The reason this is a very easy answer for me is the way you sustain it is loving it. It doesn't become being a workaholic when you're doing your hobby. The reason I started telling people that any, the reason I, you know, when people hear anybody can do it, they're like, ah, Gary, this is the secret. You, it's, I'm like, no, no, take a step back. We now live in an internet world where the cost of entry is zero. And every one of us who's listening right now has a passion, whether that's fishing, fashion, hair coloring, drinking wine, sport. I believe that anybody can start the process of creating content around something they're passionate about, which will always do better than something you're not passionate about. And that over time, that may lead to something that can pay you 30, 40, 80. It does, because there is no better alternative. It's not perfect, but there's no better alternative. And just because, for example, you know, someone was born with no capital, doesn't mean the system is wrong or unfair. They just need to understand the role of money and understand its function. So all of these messages that we get about money, so money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. Greed is. Uh, money doesn't make you happy. Well, people that I know and myself um, with money who have done quite well for themselves, we know that, you know, that we're not stupid. You know, these guys aren't stupid. And they, they absolutely know it doesn't make them happy. They're generally speaking, 
exactly the same as they were when they were young and had no money. They're, they're exactly the same type of people, but they're just a little bit older and a little bit wiser. And, you know, the other sayings, so uh, the more money... You're just two people shouting out barely related sentences in the same place. <laughs> you, have to, you have to listen to one another. Stephen Covey said it very beautifully. He said, most of us don't listen with the intent to understand. We listen with the intent to reply. One more rule. I personally think that you're listening to people talk about these subjects because you have a lot on your mind and either you're trying to decompress or trying to find some type of direction. You know? You should get a food journal. F-O-O-O journals. They're on Amazon. You might as well get one. You're up late at night listening to this stuff. Get your thoughts together. Get up. Get out. Get active. Stop slacking, buddy. No, really into politics like that. And I'm not somebody that knows a whole lot of, you know, about politics and the history of it and so on and so forth. But what I do know is if you pay attention... Politics in America ain't never been as fucked up as they are right now. Shit is just crazy. There's never been another president who's had so much uh, controversy surrounding his name as Donald Trump. There's never been another president who who who's who just puts off puts himself off. He puts an image out there that you just can't trust. You know, and they say you can't trust no politicians, and I think it is definitely some truth to that. But when it comes to Donald Trump, it's like you can't believe or trust nothing to do with him. He's always getting caught up in lies. Uh, I don't know of any other administration who's had as many motherfuckers go to jail and, you know, get convicted of, of crimes and all this type of shit surrounding him than Donald Trump. I don't know of any other president who, who's had that much shit, that much bullshit circling around him like Donald Trump. He constantly getting caught up in lies. You know, uh, 